Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions begins now. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. We're also on the loudest station in the nation, SB Nation Radio. Let's do this thing. George Kurtz, Sports Grid's very own. We'll step up and in a little bit later on. Uh, We'll talk some Dallas Cowboy football. We'll talk uh, the uh, potential of Major League uh, Baseball. And uh, here we are midweek right now, Cam, and uh, we actually have quite a bit of news. And although... A lot of people think um, I'm pessimistic, uh, an alarmist, negative. I've been been realistic, and I've been right Mm -hmm. all the way through this process. And on yesterday's program, we talked about the excitement of the National Football League's contingency plan in which it was realistic. That's what I liked about it, that they were talking about no bye week, Super Bowl, end of February, um, we can play in the stadiums, but with no fans. And, um, you know, it might start in late October, uh, maybe into November. But at least they, they were realistic and they understand the challenges uh, that, uh, that are ahead of them. Some of the other leagues seem to be just reacting on a, daily, a day-by-day basis. Uh, but we have some positive uh, signs right now, Ken. Um, some positive signs. I'm talking for the sports betters. Uh, right now, so let's. Uh, well, Korean baseball's around the corner, but whatever. That's it's a good league, it's a high quality league, but none of us know anything about Korean baseball, really. No. I, mean, I I know a bit about it, but yeah. we, you know, I'd be a liar. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're gonna break down Korean baseball. It's like no, I. I you know, if you want to, yeah, if you want to send me a tip on the over, or you know these two teams, or a couple of these Korean pitchers, or gas cans, yeah, I'll listen to you, but uh, I have no idea. But That's you know what I mean? Dark. It's not like substantive, like a uh, real all the way. Bundesliga soccer, yeah, that's different. real soccer, bro. Yep, that's is. like a real league. You cap the league. They're real games, real players, superstars, great elite soccer in Germany. Lots so, of overs in the German league, too. They score yeah, they, goals. They do score in, in Germany. They do. They're good. <laughs> so, yeah, they're very good. Uh, Excellent they're effective. Point. They bury their chances. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, Germans are efficient at scoring. It's, it's funny because I've lost a couple of times betting in the Bundesliga unders. I'm like, ah, they're Germans. They'll be good at defense. It's like, no, yeah. no, nah, nah, they're efficient, and they bury their chances. <laughs> exactly, Gabe. <laughs> and, and uh, well, Italy used to be free unders. The Serie A, oh, yeah, those guys? it used to be nil-nil every day. Draw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, guys, can we get well, some offense? Yeah. Well, it's like oh, international Italy soccer games, right? No, I'm a pretty good soccer handicapper. Yeah. You know, I've lost track. There's too many teams and these new players and this guy and that guy and everything. But well, give me the damn numbers. What's the odds for the game? I'll give you a winner, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, you know, man, I'm good at the corner kicks and the props and the yellow cards. I'm good at the angles and stuff. But nevertheless, so Bundesliga soccer on pace to be coming back in mid-May. NASCAR, NASCAR, and um, NASCAR is pushing to come back right now and looking to do it safely. And you and I talked about it. Everything is challenges, but NASCAR is a little different. You're not drooling on each other. You're you're not even, you're in your car. Exactly. (laughs) There's no difference between Denny Hamlin and the dude outside my window I see right now waiting in a red light. Yeah, the only pro- I guess the only thing you see is pit crew, but they're in they're in gear and stuff too, right? But oh, yeah. Cam, I was thinking about it too. They already all wear helmets to begin with. That's what I'm talking about. They're the decked pit out in suits. Yeah, you talked those, about the futuristic those NASCAR suits. suits are like better than the suits that they're wearing in hospitals. Trust those me, guys got thick M and M jackets, the big yeah. glass helmet on. They're fine. Yeah, you can wear one of those NASCAR suits and like a tank of gasoline, and you'll be fine. Like everything. Yeah, yeah these guys catch like, no. fire all the time. <laughs> No, those suits are pretty heavy-duty, Gabe, and they're thick, too. Like, remember when we tried those jackets on in Charlotte uh, when you were going to get the M&Ms and I was Mountain Dew? I was like, I don't know if this jacket's right for me, too. I, I think and I'm going to sweat a drivers, lot. The drivers are already wearing, like, fire-resistant, like, um, like uh, long johns and underwear. You know what I mean? They're wearing, like, like a, not like Under Armour, but they're wearing, like, a tight bodysuit that they put on, protect them from cuts, burns. And then they put that thick NASCAR jacket and stuff on. Bro, and then they got that big helmet. It's so now, listen, all kidding aside, there's going to be some pit contact, but, you know, every pit's going to be in the same thing, and they should almost do a thing. You change the rules a little bit. 
because of the social distancing with the pit. And you're like, all right, listen, instead of whoever gets this out faster type of thing, everybody's got 30 seconds in the pit from now on. You know what I mean? For now, as opposed to, you know what I mean? Like whatever pit crew can maneuver better in this. But even in a pit crew camp, you think about it, one guy's at one tire, one guy's at the I other know. tire over there. And they're all protected, these guys. You can pull it off. Like NASCAR can pull it off. And uh, Formula One, you want to talk about big money uh, on the table, Cam. Formula One, they had to cancel Monaco. <laughs> well, that's not good for business. Monaco is a lot of, that's a lot of rich Think people about there. about those casinos at Monaco, oh. F1. That's James Bond. Like, you and me, we're not even getting let into the casino. Oh, like, I, no, no, you guys I, I was just going to say that. If you saw me and you in a Monaco casino, they'll go, guys. You get the tap. Yeah, you get the tap. Get bent. Like, you guys got to go to, like, a, a, like an underground kid. <laughs> It'd be all polite, though, because it's Europe. They'd be like... Uh, sir, are you staying with us? Are you, um, you know, are you? They did tell us there's another casino down the street. All right, that's <laughs> <laughs> like, a deadbeat casino. Even that will be like, oh, god, it's pretty high end. <laughs> These guys at the Monaco Casino game, they roll in in tuxes. We'll be rolling in in jeans and like, you got your shoes at Walmart there. I got like, hey, look at me. Hey, look at my shirt. Yeah, no, they'd be like, get these two turkeys. Yeah, I'll wear my Dr. Schultz. <laughs> What? Monaco Amer doesn't accept Dr. Scholes? The American tourists and Dr. Scholes in Monaco. <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm here for the Formula One Grand Prix. Where's the sports book at? <laughs> Where's the sports book at? <laughs> said, we bitch. I remember walking into the win in Vegas when I lived there. And I'm like, $25 minimum. I'm like, dear God. And there was like one table only. Everything was like 50 a table. Oh, I know. 25 can't. I guarantee you, bro, there ain't no 25 or 50 tables. And like the, that that Monaco casino that overlooks the, the Formula One yeah, on the French minimum. Riviera. Yeah, 100, maybe 500 minimum. No, I bet you it's a 100 euro minimum. Yeah, 100 euro. Like every table. Yeah. Like basically, if you can't drop 100 euros on the hand, they don't want you in the casino. You know yeah, what I mean? I went to my buddy's stag at the Rio and like, I felt uncomfortable. Like I'm an idiot. I wore like a Winnipeg Jets Jersey and stuff. And I'm like, everyone like at the club, they're all like done up. I'm like, I don't need this crap. Like, you know me, Gabe, that's the day I ran into the killers in the, in the elevator. Like, I was like, nice Jersey. <laughs> Thanks buddy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I, I like our low grade casinos, buddy. Everyone's a killer in Las there. Vegas. Basically, yeah. one in every eight people in Las Vegas has shot or murdered someone. <laughs> 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 Like, honestly, like, this whole thing in Vegas, people don't realize that in the old days, it'll never be the same, like, maybe in the future. But <laughs> I swear to God, man, I remember when I moved to Vegas, I was living in a hotel, and I really sort of, like, I, I, it was getting out of control. Like, basically, I woke up one morning, Cam. It was, like, out of a movie, The Hangover. My clothes were on the ceiling. Like, somehow, <laughs> like, my pants were on, like, the chandelier. And I was, it was one of those, I was like, I don't even know how they got up there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was like, where are the rest of my clothes? I'm like, I what happened to me? I'm like, I what, like, what like happened? <laughs> but remember we went to the Circus Circus. I think I was drinking from like breakfast to whatever. And like I had a half a Subway sub and I was like passed out in a parking like lot. 18 hours. <laughs> 18 hours. Of, and we Everybody were drinking. Was like, like, where's Cam? I was like, ah, he's fine. He's probably playing blackjack at another casino. He probably went for a walk. He's, he's at another casino. He'll be back. He'll be back. Then even me, I started texting him like, hey, yo, buddy, where are you at? Nothing. Starfished in the parking lot. I passed out. <laughs> it's like literally like four in the morning, man. I'm on the circus, circus floor, and I'm hammered, too. I'm on circus, circus. <laughs> I think I was with Chris Edge, you know, oh, yeah, Ray Joe G. What a piece of work, and, that guy. Yeah, and I just see you. You're walking slow, man, and you're sort of like walking through the crowd. And I'm like, yo, bro, where you been? And you told me. You're like, uh, I don't know, man, but I just woke up in a ditch in a bush. <laughs> hey, and I'm like, where? He goes right outside. Like, yeah, like, you know, there's like, there's all those little things. He goes, I don't know, man. I'm like, how long are you there for? It's right out of the hangover. It's like the only thing that was missing, you weren't on the roof. You're like, You're right. I don't know. Like, I woke up like, and I had like <laughs> lettuce and tomato and like sub sauce. Like, like I think I'm like, I got a sub on me. <laughs> I love the circus circus. Good yeah, times there, Yeah, it's so low brow, but that's what makes it good. That's what I miss the most about this stuff now. Like, honestly, I don't, like, uh, I'm in all the time anyways. 
Like I'm outside. I, I spent a lot of time in the, at the Meadowlands parking lot. <laughs> and me and you were built for COVID-19. Like I've been yeah, doing like, this stuff for years. Like not my life is not yeah, changed. Broadcasting. I've been broadcasting for 18 years. Yeah. Uh, doing shows indoors. I haven't done radio and TV outdoors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got so, it, it's pretty much the same. But the one thing, and I live a pretty sheltered life, actually, an exciting life. You know, FanDuel Sportsbook, New York City Studios, uh, Toronto Studios, LA, bands, you know what I mean? Like, I live an exciting life. But at the same point in time, I don't go out that much. I'm not like a big bar guy. I don't go to clubs. But what I do do is basically like once a month, sometimes every two weeks, once a month, I go out and I get blasted and I have a good time. And then I don't do anything for three weeks again. Right? Like, you know what I mean? All right, I'm going to the Raptor game in three weeks. You know, I'm flying there to go to the game. I'm going to this game. I have a homicide concert. I usually have like an event a month in my life, Ken. Right, I'm going to the, you know, I'm going to see Michigan versus Rutgers. I'm going to the XFL game, etc. Good way to pace yourself. Yeah, I always have something to look forward to. Like uh, I saw an old lady that lived to like she's still alive. She's like 113 or something. And I asked her, "What do you? What's your thing?" And she said, "I always make sure I have something to look forward to." It's a great attitude. And she goes, "So it gives me a reason. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing my granddaughter. I'm looking forward to the yoga class. I'm looking forward to this." And like she said, she always has something in her life to look forward to. And, you know, it's a good way of living. Like, you know, you work hard. It's like, I'm working hard, but in two weeks, man, I'm going to get blasted at an XFL game and, like, have a great time. And, you know, you're a sociable guy as well. You know, hanging, you know, meeting the fans, meeting the viewers, the listeners, meeting new people at these sporting events, the FanDuel Sportsbook. Look, Capper's Corner, all the guys that we met oh, there. I love You that. know what I mean? Like, that's all gone right now. That's what I miss. I miss the guys at Capper's Corner seeing our boy Callaway every night. What up, oh, Callaway? Yeah. He's there looking the same every night. Legendary Lindsay. I mean, how? I wonder. How's, uh, you got to wonder uh, right now. How's Freddie doing? How's Freddie and his stash? Oh, yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> ass is covering his stash up. Oh, I, picture, I picture Freddie's wearing a mask, too. I can imagine him with his Knicks jacket and a mask on. <laughs> Well, there's no there's no barbers and Freddie's lid and his mustache were legendary before. Like, I don't he's gonna look like Chewbacca before the end of COVID nineteen. He's gonna like, dude, that guy's got know, a lot of hair. How's Disco Dan doing right now? <laughs> his voice was the best. Oh, Disco Dan. Uh, I took the Philadelphia 76ers. Plus, uh, plus six. I know his voice and the best go, is go, go, go Dodgers. He goes go, I, go go Dodgers. He wears those like old man like really oversized sweaters with the collared shirt. Too. Like I love. There's everything about the guys there. Like there's such like man, they're wicked characters. Like I go to the OTBs here and they're just dirt bags, right? It's like guys trying to steal another guy's money. Yeah, like there they have characters. The best thing about New York City. Yeah, I like the architecture and the buildings, but it's the people. It is. It really is the people, the characters, the people. Like, everybody. Everybody's a character. Everybody's got a story. And like you said, the the wardrobes, the hats, the 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 routine, like yeah. these guys. Like, man, you got to wonder about these guys at the Meadowlands Racetrack. Like, they live there. It's a good like, point. I wonder about, what about our boy Gary? Who lives in? He lives in a van in a parking lot. Is he just in an empty parking lot right now? I got to tell you, that's a bad scene because Gary's entertainment. You told me he lived in the van. He basically went in, made some bets, went back to the van. What's he yeah, doing? For the record, guys, for you tuning in right now, our boy Gary is a guy, <laughs> and uh, I don't want to get him in trouble or anything like that. No, no, no. Kind of knows, but basically, there's a dude at the track, and uh, he's there like 24/7. And he basically takes, like, uh, bass. And think about the virus cam now. Like, you, oh, yeah, it's real clean. <laughs> the guy takes bass in the sink. Yeah. Like, he's naked. Like, you walk in, and Gary's got his junk hanging out. You're like, oh, come on, Gary. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gary's, like, got a little, like, towel, and he's, like, washing himself. And it's like, and I'm like, why does he do that? And they're like, oh, he lives in a van. Uh, and they're like, he lives in that green van out there. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So is he just in an empty? I, I bet you he isn't. I bet you that he had to move because he's not really supposed to. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. not. Supposed to, you know what I mean? It's like they kind of look the other way. But now it just be his van there. Yeah, like the you don't want to deal with the state. Like say, it's, like hey. Yeah, it's a big thing, Gabe. Like you can't deal with just like the Meadowlands cops now. It's like state infections, this and that. I would say this though. 
Like if they have a bathroom, how much would it cost the Meadowlands to have one of those like stand-up showers? You know what I mean? And so the guy can actually like take a real shower in the bathroom. Like they like you know what they have for the truckers that I used to use when you're traveling across the uh, America. It would take Gary like a week to get disinfected. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Roll them in pure? pure no, 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 like, no, no, like, no. Gary, Gary would need to go to Bellevue Hospital. <clears throat> he need to go to Bellevue for like a week and like soak in like Vaseline and other like bleach. No, 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 no. Don't tell people to drink bleach. No, no, no. Saying have a bath and pour like a cup of bleach in there to get the. It works as a disinfectant. Trust me. Dude, who did it the other night? No, you don't drink it. A guy, a guy in Kansas drank a toilet cleaner. What an idiot! Like I gotta tell you, like thinking that it's gonna cleanse the virus after a a certain person said, uh, yeah. Well, if you just put disinfectants inside you, you'll get better. Unbelievable, man. Tide Pod. You can't even feel sorry for these people. No, no, I don't. Actually, I like if you're that stupid, like, God have mercy on you. Like, that's yeah, idiotic. Like, you're drinking toilet cleaner? Like, really? Yeah, yeah. Vim. <laughs> Vim. Yeah, I'm having a Vim milkshake. <laughs> Give me a shot of Vim. Can I have a shot of Vim with some, with some Javex? Thank you. <laughs> Heavy on the Vim. You You're can't right. make this up. Oh, you God. can't make this up. But the um, the CDC, the uh, Center for Disease Control, has had to ask. They just ask all the uh, the makers of all these uh, products to uh, make them more like offensive. Yeah, like have a big skull and crossbones like, on no, it. No, like no. Basically, like they're telling them, yeah. don't make it smell like cherry anymore. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, people are that dumb. They're like, smells like pineapple, and it's just going to clean me. And then they chug it. It's like, bro, like, it's not pineapple. That's like severe chemicals that's like burning your cells inside your body right now. Yeah. I like, if people like- are wondering what happens if you drink this stuff, it's not good. No, like, it doesn't corrupted. clean you like it cleans no. a table. It kills kill your you. nerves and, like, your, your T cells. And I'm not a doctor, but it kills your blood cells that you need it's to live. basically like one of the worst deaths ever. It's like that chick who poisoned her husband with ethylene glycol, antifreeze. Like, it's, it's not even a good idea, death. Cam. Like, you know, like, drunk people on the street that drink, like, Listerine bottles? Yeah, yeah. Like, Canadian Listerine, cherry. you're supposed to, like, and yeah. you're not supposed to swallow it. It won't kill you at first, but it will eventually. Like, yeah, if, if you start chug, chugging, chug like, bottles. Yeah, it's got stuff. alcohol in it. Like, it's yeah. got bad stuff in it. Yeah, I know. Fortunately, I've never been that desperate. Yeah, like that, that's a guy. Oh, I want to feel like a forest, so I'm gonna drink some pine saw. Like, are these people insane? Like, it's for washing your floor, dude. <laughs> Take You're right. I, shots I, I hate to say it. I have no sympathy either. That's just stupidity. No, no, it, it, it just is. So, um, all right. So George Kern's gonna step up with it a little bit later on. Um, so NASCAR's coming back. We're talking about Formula One. We got sidetracked about going to the Monaco casinos that we wouldn't get allowed into. Uh, But we'll give you a little timeline for NASCAR, uh, Formula One, all cool for sports bettors, UFC coming back around. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gable Morenzi, SB Nation Radio, the loudest station in the nation. Let's roll. Throwing it down with the raging redhead can. Stuart George Kurtz will join us a little bit later on. We'll talk some uh, baseball and some NFL uh, football. Uh, We've got some numbers for you, actually, too. I want to take a look at uh, some NBA futures. Talk of NBA basketball coming back. I want to do a little uh, line check because those numbers would stand, actually. Like a lot of the bets that are out there right now, I'm not really in a hurry to bet on an NFL season win total right now. We can say, oh, look, the Buffalo Bills are eight and a half. Yeah, I don't know. Are they playing 16 games? For all we know, they might say, you know what, we're going to play 14 games, right? There's a lot of, and, you know, for for the bet to be... That would be voided, though, right? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. but it'd be a waste of time to bet it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about your Raptors bet? That's what I want to know. Winning the East. How are those going to play? That's a very good point. And, you know, I've been waiting. And I'll tell you one thing. FanDuel have always been very, very good to the customers. They are. And they were winning by two and a half, three games. Um, at least I'm getting my money back. But the question is, is it a winner? 
And it, we don't know yet, Cam, because the problem is NBA hasn't announced yet. And we all know that they are going to announce it, though. That's the whole thing. Yeah. The NBA is not playing a regular season. They're going to stay. Final standings count. Yeah. So then it's going to get into the sports book that's going to want to say, well, you didn't play the whole season. And you'll say, no, the NBA, like the standings going, the seeds, are those here. are the standings. Like the Raptors won a division. That's why they are the two yes. seed right now. Right. right? So I think, I'll, I think I'll get paid for it, to be honest. If they skip the, the season, they go to the playoffs. I think FanDuel will pay me. What do you think? I think they will, too. I think they're very good. What about the guy with the live betting mistake, right? And then he made a big stink about it, and then they paid him. They could have said, e buddy, it's a computer error. So FanDuel, on every type of situation, has sided with the fan rather than their business interests, which is very, very impressive because the people I deal with always deal with their business it's interests the build, before the fan. It's to build long-term brand uh, yes, loyalty. Exactly. Right? Yes. So if other people see, or like, yeah, they hooked me up, Look, and you're right. I mean, I liked it. Look, I, I, no other book had ever done that for me before where I bet the under on the Cincinnati Bengal win total last year, and they paid me in, like, week 11 or whatever. I know. Guys like, as soon as it was mathematically, and, and it wasn't even, like, by rule. So you go up, and Buddy goes, all right, let me check. And they discussed it. Like, they need two people. They're like, yeah, yeah, they did the math. Like, uh, your blackjack guys from Wisconsin. Yeah. 14 plus 3. <laughs> 17. So they're all like, you know, they're like, all right, 0 and 14. And no, all right, no, they can't get there. And he's like, all right, we'll pay you. So it'll be interesting to see. But I want to, we'll do a little line check there. But so just quickly, we're talking about NASCAR. NASCAR looks like they're going to come back. Um, the politicians in, uh, in North Carolina are really pushing them. Like they're not saying no, they're saying yes. Yep. Like the politicians in North Carolina are begging them. They're saying, listen, no fans, please. It'll help everything. It'll help. Like, you know, what I mean, they want to do it. They, you know, we're open for business. Please come here and race. Um, South Carolina looks like it's going to be the place. I think it's May 16th, May 17th. They're looking at where potentially they can do it. And then moving forward, NASCAR might be in a situation where. Their regular schedule wouldn't be in place, but they can race in some places. Like, Georgia's open right now, Ken. Yeah. Like, there's nothing stopping NASCAR from going to the Atlanta Motor Speedway and holding a race. What right about now. Florida? Florida, same thing. Homestead, yeah. All those. Like, that's like, the thing about see, NASCAR. So, like, they can't, south. like, they're not going upstate New York now. Up there to Watkins Glen, right? So, it's yeah. like, but NASCAR can realize, all right, guys, it's better than nothing. And we'll just sort of take it week by week. And all these points count. You tell the drivers. And the drivers are enthusiastic. I read the drivers. They're all like, yeah, it'll be different, but it'll still be cool. I like what some guy said. He goes, people will still hate Kurt Busch. And he started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, he, what he goes, he said, Denny Hamlin will still be funny. And people, will, he said, Kurt Busch will still, or Kyle Busch will still, Kyle Busch. <laughs> will still be upsetting people all the time, what both Bush brothers do. But NASCAR is kind of feasible. And even this, that's like weeks away. I don't know if they pull it off uh, at Darlington, but it's coming, Cam. Like mid-May, late May, NASCAR is going to start running races. UFC has an event May 9th in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Korean baseball is going to be on ESPN. So at least for from a betting perspective, we're going to start to have some games and some fights and some races to cap a bit. Hey, I saw too, Gabe at NASCAR. Did Kenseth take Larson's ride? Yes, Man, sir. Unbelievable. That was Larson. All because of this eye. Like, can you believe all this stuff happened to the guy because of like a, a, a simulated race? Unbelievable stuff, man. It ruined his, his life. life. I know. The simulated race ruined his life. And yeah. potential earnings. He's a NASCAR. He was a star. He was I know he was. a star. I know. Like he's, he's a star. Everything's going great in the guy's life. He plays a stupid video game and starts dropping, like, N-bombs and this yeah, like, and that and going off. There was, like, more. Like, he, he rambled on for a while. Other drivers were like, bro, everyone can hear you. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. Like it's unbelievable how you could do that. that. We were like, "Oh, he better get, he better lose his sponsor. He got fired. Fired. He got kicked out of NASCAR. He'll probably be back, you know, in a year or two, whatever." But as it is now, but let's just quickly recap that. If you look, so uh, Bubba Wallace snapped during a um, during a uh, I race. 
So NASCAR guys, every week they were doing like video game racing, except it's not, they take it seriously. It's yeah. not like the NBA smoke guys smoking weed, laughing, dunking on each other. It's like a better these, sim yeah. than the other ones. It's more real. Yeah, like they have it's their less like random. steering wheel. It's a real yeah. like simulator. They all have the same simulator. So it's real. So week one of the weeks, and pretty much out of the five weeks, only one week went off with something not happening. <laughs> like Bubba Wallace snapped in one game. He left. He quit in the middle of the race. And remember, we talked about it. We had some fun with it. Blue Emu dropped him. And remember, like, we, we, they were pretty hard on him. They're like, we don't like quitters. We like drivers. Like, guys, hey, Donald it's a Trump, You're like, fired, like, in, on Twitter? I'm like, what are you doing to this guy? I already lost his job. Anyway, <laughs> don't worry, Bubba Wallace. There's lots of uh, topical creams. Blue you got Emu. Tiger Bomb. Like, you've got, you got Johnny Bench, guys. That's your main star. You're lucky Bubba Wallace even, like, I pimps agree, you. I <laughs> yeah. And Chuck Woolery from the Love Connection. Those are Blue Emo's go-to guys. Like, come it's on. It's weird, though, that you've got, like, <laughs> Chuck Woolery, who's, like, a big conspiracy theorist now. So you got, you got Chuck Woolery, you got Johnny Bench, who's like, hey, I'm Johnny Bench. And you got, like, the only black NASCAR driver who's known for being, like, a hothead, right? So, like, Bubba Wallace gets into it, everybody, right? So, like, he really is a hothead. So he snaps, he, he storms off, he loses his sponsor. He doesn't get fired from his ride. He just lost Blue Emu as his sponsor. Uh, two week, next race. Kyle Larson drop, starts dropping like racial epithets and other stuff um, on on the broadcast on the video in his headset, except other people could hear. Um, I remember we congratulated them two weeks ago for getting through a week in which nothing happened. And who's that guy? One guy keeps winning every week too. He's clearly the best simulator driver. Like he's kicking their ass actually. Yeah, but One he's not guy... like the best real driver. No, right? he's not. <laughs> That's the best thing. Like you bet, you bet on this stuff. You just take a bunch of guys like 50, 100 to one. Like it's crazy. None of the best guys win at this thing. It's weird. No, 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 no you're right. Like um, Kevin Harvick hasn't won. Bush hasn't won any of these things. Harvick's getting mad too, though. Harvick takes yeah. it serious. That's what's good about these guys. They're win. so effing competitive, Cam. These guys. Like, and yeah. yeah, so, guys are. Uh, yeah, so now this past week, again something happened. This is great. Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin's daughter came in in the middle of the race. Oh, no. Turned the screen off. <laughs> it's on video. Oh, and that camera is awesome. on the driver, right? Like that in the, is oops. so awesome. Yeah, she's like a little, little seven-year-old girl comes in and she's like, hi, daddy. Uh, dude, he's in the middle of a NASCAR race. He looks at her. He goes, not now. <laughs> not now. He's like, he looks up. He's like, not now, honey, not now. And, like, he's talking to his team. And they're like, what, what? He goes, oh, my daughter. Right? Like, it's chaos, Cam. <laughs> and uh, she reaches in. And you can see him. No. Like, he's like, no. <laughs> and then, boom. His ride goes dark, Cam. Unbelievable. He got knocked out of the race. I got to tell you, though, like, if you have kids, you have to have oh, yeah, a roof with a lawn. the other guy that got knocked out of the race because his Wi-Fi got knocked off. Oh, yeah. oh no, that was the uh, that was the dark. dark. That was, yeah, the, that was dark the big dark guy. guy. That he snapped. Yeah, that he guy's a like, cheater, though. You told me all the players yeah, complain yeah. about his farts. People were all like, after, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that guy purposely was laying bombs, farts, on the stage after he'd shoot when the other guy would have to shoot. That's and the so guy said he was doing it on purpose. It wasn't once. Like that's he's doing classless. That's so bad. I will say this though, Gabe. I'm not a rocket scientist, but say me and you were NASCAR drivers, and you might, might yeah. like I. I have a lock on my. Hey, bedroom. Denny Hamlin, get your wife and tell your daughter, hey, don't f around. Exactly. You're, you're, it's your job. Exactly. Lock the door. Lock the door. Or tell your wife and kid to go to the fair for you know, go for a walk for a couple hours. You know, like come on, give your head a shake. Sorry. I was surprised about That's it. not his daughter's fault. That's on Hamlin. That's you weak. You can see. I know. Like, why is he let his daughter walk into the room? And he's like, not now, honey. It's like, dude, you're in the middle of a NASCAR race here, bro. That Your bosses take pretty seriously. Yeah, like, no, like, I People do. are taking it seriously. Like, he, he was mad, but he knew he was on camera. He got up, yeah. and he sort of looked at her. <laughs> and then he says in the headset, he goes, sorry, guys. My daughter just turned the uh, turned computer off. Perfect. <laughs> You lock the door, you put a trunk or a chair in front of the door to basically tell your daughter, daddy's busy for a few hours. It, this is like, 
this is racing 101, Gabe. Like, I don't understand how these things happen. Like, how do you not think of that? It's just too good. Man. It is too good. <laughs> the look on her face, bro. She looks like she's going to cry. Like, she was, yeah. like, just, like, because he, he, she can sense, like, she knows her own dad. Yeah. She could sense he was mad for real. Like, he got up. He's like, I'm out of the race, guys. He's like, you know. Not the kid's fault. That's daddy's fault. <laughs> Except. <laughs> it's like, hey, wow. Yeah, this NASCAR, their, their simulations were too good. Like, out of all the. The thing yeah, about yeah. the football one game is I bet on it. It's too random. Like, it, it's very. Like oh you'll get a back like a a, a a backdoor touchdown like there's no rhyme or reason oh, to it like just random stuff. It is like, like I was watching this. You're betting on Denny Hamlin driving his car. You know exactly. Know? That's the thing. Like these Sims are like they're they're fun to watch and the graphics are realistic, but it just doesn't play like a regular game and stuff. It's just it's very odd. That's all. all. Right, so speaking of Sims, we talked about that Kentucky Derby stuff. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that later in the week. But speaking of the Kentucky Derby, this is something I wanted to get to you, with you actually. Um, horse racing and horse racing has been the one sort of uh, mainstay throughout all of this. It, not everywhere, but some of the tracks have remained uh, uh, open, specifically Gulfstream and uh, Oaklawn, uh, Tampa Bay Downs, yes, you know, Florida um, for the most part. Uh, but you want to talk about the numbers, all right, and yep. the change to horse racing. Unbelievable, Cam. Will Rogers Park. Will Rogers Park, April of 2019, their handle was $5,194,000. All right, that's that's like that was their their action they took. Yep. Will Rogers uh, track, April this year already. 12 20, million? $28 million. See, that's the thing. And you Listen know what to it is? this Gulfstream yep. can. Listen oh, to this Gulfstream's Gulf Gulf going to be huge. Gulfstream. Last year in April, Gulfstream brought in $53,669,000,000 in bets. Like, that was their handle. I'm thinking $500 million. $113 million. Okay. That's An increase of $59 million, 111%. Wow. Like, Gulf, like, in the middle of this pandemic, Gulfstream just made an extra $59 million in ad. Now, they didn't make that profit, but what's their handle, Cam? 10% of that, right? Like, they're raking it in, bro. Um, Tampa Bay Downs, last year, April, $26 million in bets. This year in April, Tampa Bay Downs, $46 million, nearly $47 million, $46,849,000. Oakland, last year, $33 million in April, $57 million. Yeah, wow. Unbelievable, man. I'm going to tell you something, too, but why don't I want to know why Will Rogers Downs is bigger than everybody else? Absolute brilliance by them. If you look at Tampa Bay, Gulfstream, and Oaklawn, they race on the weekends because I'm following all these races. So you have three or four tracks to bet on. It is the only game in town on Tuesday, other than quarter horse racing at Remington, that no one can, you might not even be allowed to bet it on your book. It's so small. So think about Real Rogers Down, Gabe. If you're a horse racing fan, that's the only track that's running. Every guy, legendary Lindsay, everybody who knows horse racing is betting that track now. It's crazy. The, you know what's amazing, though? You know, people often, and people, this is for all the people that say horse racing's dead. I love horse racing. Horse racing, not dead. Look no, at the numbers even last die. year. Like, even these are big numbers from last year, even. Horse racing's not dead. You know, Oakland's bringing in $33 million a month. They're getting a cut, nearly 10%. They got a high operating, um, you know, revenues coming in. But out of all this betting that's going on, let's say only 25% of the people stick to it after. Okay. And still, horse racing has taken a big boost. And it's crazy. Horse racing wasn't dead, but at the same point in time, you know, I've been down on it recently just because of the, the death of the animals. Yeah. It's out of control, especially out there in California. Yeah, Santa Anita, California. But this, this actually has gotten younger people watching and betting on horse racing, Ken, this, this pandemic. Or this People at home, sports bettors, you can't deny it. This isn't our boy Callaway and Fast Freddy no. and Lindsay betting this stuff. They were already betting. Like, where did the extra $59 million come from? That's guys like Big Man on campus. Yes. I see him on Twitter betting on horses a, now. He's a horse racing expert. <laughs> yeah, like, I see other guys out there yeah. that are used to be sports guys. Yeah. Hell, Babano's betting on horses now every day. If, I, you know, let's say a quarter of these guys stick to it after, that's still a big improvement, even 10%. 
Like horse racing actually almost got saved by this, as crazy as it sounds. I would agree. And now know what the crazy thing is? Oakland's handle is going to be bigger this weekend, Arkansas Derby. Wow. Yeah, we'll be all over that. We'll, we'll hit that. So we got sim we got uh, we got simulated uh, Kentucky derbies laying it down on Secretariat. Yes, yes, one to nine. <laughs> I can't find. I still don't have any odds on it. No. Um, the thing is, sports books, whatever. It's kind of loose. It's like they can't really set odds on it. They can and they can't. Yeah. Certain spots can. Basically, even Kentucky Derby, the way it is, if you want to bet it, actually, you can bet it on the uh, on the horse racing network. You pick the winner. You don't win money. You win a prize. That's the way they have to do it legally. You win, but it's a good prize, Cam. I yeah, saw I'll, like I'll take a good prize. I think they fly. I think it's a Kentucky Derby trip in the future yeah. type thing. You That's know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you pick the winner. And, um, all right, uh, get on the grid, SB Nation Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabe Morenci throwing it down with the raging redhead Cam Stewart, SB Nation Radio, the loudest station in the nation. All right, uh, let's talk some NFL football uh, right now. On yesterday's program, we talked about uh, there was big live movement on Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots. And we discussed how Cam Newton uh, was actually on the board. He was the second choice to be the starting quarterback in week one for the New England Patriots, ahead of Hoyer, who's actually on the damn team uh, right now. <laughs> FanDuel now has Cam Newton to sign with the New England Patriots, plus 100. Plus, it's, it's, nearly, it's nearly in minus money right now. Yeah, like, what's so going it's got to be a done deal. They, gotta, they, they have to know something. And yesterday, Gabe, it's funny. So this thing went from plus 160 to plus 100 in 24 hours. Do they know something? They obviously know, think they know something. Patriots signed those two uh, young kids undrafted at a college, but what's going to happen? So one of them's going to get cut if Newton goes there. But I'll tell you, I couldn't agree more with you about Dalton. I think Andy Dalton is the perfect quarterback for New England in that situation. But hey, they want Cam Newton. You're not going to go with it. I personally still think Stidham's going to be the starting quarterback when everything's said and done. Would it shock you, even if Cam Newton was signed, that Stidham beat him out for the job? But you know what the problem is? Cam Newton, due to legacy would probably get get the job, and then if he struggled, then they'd probably go to Stidham. I don't see Cam Newton being a good fit with Bill Belichick in the New England Patriots. I, I just find it strange, and I just I don't get it. I don't understand the, the the heavy the heavy movement right now, which really means you can find value. We could say on on him signing somewhere else since he's such a um, since he's such a fa favorite right now to sign. You know, it's all it's all over the place. So, oh, and it's moved again. It's moved again. Basically, every time we hit refresh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are now plus two hundred. The Jags are getting into the mix here. That makes sense. You can't that makes a hell of a lot more you, sense. They we thought they might go for Jordan Love. He was picked up by the Green Bay Packers. You cannot start Gardner Minshew. See the Gardner Minshew on Twitter too. Shirt off. It's like, this guy just kills me. Oh, he's like, a clown. That I, guy. I, I, he's just one of those guys. Hey Gardner, these, I get these it. numbers, Cam. It's crazy. It's like the draft. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Like, I guess people have nothing to bet on. What are they doing? They're just sitting at home betting on Cam Newton props 24 hours a day. I've never seen line movement like this. It's moving every minute. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'd rather have the Jaguars at plus 200 than like minus 110 or whatever the hell it's going to be on Newton if you, if you have to go into the minus. Yeah, 40 minutes ago, he was plus 100 yeah. to go to the New England Patriots. I have not hit refresh. I looked at the numbers, guys, literally minutes before we started this show. Literally minutes before we started the show. And I even made a note of it. I was like, wow, plus 100 Patriots? Hit refresh right now? Jacksonville Jaguars plus 200. New England Patriots plus 230. Wow. So it went from even to plus 230? Yeah, these guys are pulling our chains. I don't know what's going on. And get this, Stidham's now minus 250 to be the starting quarterback in week one for the Patriots. Minus, minus two, minus two fifty. I, I, did I did I not say on yesterday's show to take Stidham at minus one sixty? I'm actually like should take my own damn. Oh, you did. Price. You did. You actually stated. You're like, yeah, we got to wait a little while, but Stidham's a good bet at minus one sixty. It's gonna go up. It went up. It's minus two fifty right now. I can't believe it went up that high. That that obviously tells you, 
Yeah, they're going to give Stidham a chance. This Cam Newton stuff to New England might be smoke and mirrors. Jacksonville, to me, seems more attractive. But the funny thing is, if we would have picked our spots, Gabe, we could have got plus 230 on both and sat there twiddling our thumbs going, yay, we win money. I maintain the Washington Redskins. That's an interesting one. It's Ron Rivera. You're, they don't really like Haskins all that much. Listen, I think if Cam Newton, I think the problem with Cam Newton is he needs to prove his health. And he's he's posted some videos and he looks ripped and, you know, but he's always looked ripped. Yeah. So, and the problem is you can't meet him now. Like, can't think about it. If there's one guy that's getting hurt the most by not being able to talk to coaches, by not being able to fly around or people fly to see him. Excellent point. You know what I mean? Like, Cam could put the word out. He's not Colin Kaepernick, all right? He's not blackballed from the league. You know, Cam Newton, in normal circumstances, could say, listen, I'm working out here. I'm going to invite, put the word out. You know, you want to see me? Come down and see me. A little pro day type thing. You know what I mean? He gets signed like that, right? But he's in a unique situation right now with with this the pandemic. And so was Jameis Winston. And, you know, we didn't bring up the Winston stuff. It, it happened, you know, a couple of days ago. And I said at the time, I said, is it official? You know, Winston signs with the Saints. Is it official? I No. I haven't seen anything. You know what I mean? It is. It isn't. It sort of is. I guess they're waiting right now. If you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, how do you not sign Jameis Winston? You're an organization. You went out and got some SEC draft picks. Gardner Minshew is your backup. We talk about Cam Newton. Jameis Winston went to school at Florida State. You could play for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you are a significant upgrade from Foles, any other guy that I would have signed if I was the Chargers. Or the Chargers. I would have taken Tua over Winston. If I'm the Dolphins, I totally get building around Tua. Yes. I think that highly of Tua. Yes. Herbert, you're the Chargers. You're already good. Herbert won't start Winston, for that. No, exactly. Herbert won't beat Tyrod Taylor out for the job. And if Winston was there, he would beat Tyrod Taylor out for the job. I think the Chargers are a contender with Winston as Me the too. quarterback. They'd be right in the mix. Like, what? what is the problem with Jameis Winston, people? I don't know if this guy's getting blackballed. He's working out. He's trying to get better. He made some mistakes as a younger guy. You know what? And all I've seen now is workout videos and his attention to detail. And that's what I hate about the NFL. It's almost like this click that, like, once you do something, ah, oh, no, no. I, I almost feel like this guy's being shunned by the league. Like, it's ridiculous. Guys it, make mistakes. It's in I the past, man. I'm surprised that Do you he, not think that? Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, if you look at some of the other quarterbacks, like, come on, Phillip Rivers gets a two-year deal at $25 million a year? Are you kidding me? Yeah, because he's a Are you kidding bumper. me? That's why, hey, buddy, it's that's You're the telling me Philip Rivers is better than Jameis Winston. No. Not, not at this point in his career. No, I know you're not, but I'm saying, like, I okay, I understand the fit with Frank Reich and all this stuff. Whatever, I like the fit. But the problem is, like I, I've said this a million times, so Philip Rivers throws a million interceptions without touchdowns. Jameis throws two picks, but he throws four touchdowns. Like, I'll take the plus minus. And I tell you that in Tampa... Arians didn't like him, so Arians almost just let him flame out. Like, if Winston had a coach that liked him and cared and said, all right, do this, don't do this, and that was on his side, Sean Payton. Sean Payton's a perfect fit for this kid, right? And Drew Brees ain't going to be here long. I like, agree. I brought this up for Winston. I said, I want the Pittsburgh Steelers, same thing. Wait behind Ben Roethlisberger for a year or two, right? But Brees really only does have a year left. Like, Brees came very close to retiring already. Yes, he did. Like, he's not, Breeze isn't one of these guys that's going to hang on forever, guys. He wants to play at a certain level. He also, it sounds cliche, but he really does love his family and stuff. Like, he, and he also, I think he's going to get into politics. Like, Drew Breeze, yeah, like, Drew Breeze isn't hanging around like Brady is forever. Breeze will ride off into the sunset soon. You're right. He's going to pull like a J.C. Watts or a Steve Largent and get yeah. into the Republican Party. It sounds pretty, I'd yeah, like he's to He's going to run that. for governor of Louisiana or Oh, something. yeah, and yeah. win. And win. But and, as far as James uh, Winston, thing, I just want to say this. Sorry. I thought, listen, I thought the Raiders were a good fit. I think I think the Raiders would Winston if it wasn't, if Mayock wasn't there, Gruden would probably do it. I, You know, Gruden's been much more disciplined, if you notice, with Mayock there. That's true. Like, Gruden doesn't act on his first impulse anymore. He throws it out there, and that's why they're drafting so well. The two of them together are smart. Like, Gruden's a smart guy. He's just overzealous, right? Yeah. He always likes, you know what I mean? He gets yeah. into guys, and then he doesn't like you. He's like a dude that, you know, one-night stander type of guy. 
Yeah, right? right? Like he loves you and he ladies. doesn't. It's like, yeah, 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 hey, yeah. Picks her up at the bar. It's like, yeah, baby, I'll, I'm done with you. Seriously. We're going to get married. <laughs> and then, you know, next week you see him at the bar. Do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> We've met. <laughs> but listen great. to this, Ken, with Jameis Winston. Even the interceptions, his career numbers, 121 touchdowns, 88 interceptions. Yeah, that's not even that brutal. There's guys way worse than that. Yeah, and if you consider, he hasn't played on great teams. Yeah, he's had wide receivers. He also the got win- LASIK surgery. That could yeah, help his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's no, the there's people to, there's a like lot him. of things in his favor right now. Here's another thing. Chicago, Mitch Trubisky might not have his option picked up. If I'm Jameis, like the Bears, you already have, like, good pieces on defense and stuff. Like, Trubisky's holding you back. Like, there's so many teams that, I, Gabe, I am shocked. I don't know if this guy's blackballed, but something is very fishy to me. He should be signed by now, and I don't like it. Yeah, I, you know, it's... It you're feels that me, way. Yeah, you're telling me that Cam Newton and Jameis Winston aren't good enough to be starting quarterbacks in the NFL. That's where we're at right now? Yeah. But Mitch Trubisky is, and Nick Foles, and Phillip Rivers, and yeah. everyone like, no, all right, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Not fair. To, you know, I'll give him yeah. credit for that. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, come on. White like, quarterback. Yeah. Like, white quarterback. Let's call it out for what it is. I don't know. Well, yeah. Black Let's quarterback. say this. Who, who's black brothers that are Colin damn Kaepernick. good are on the outside looking in? <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's an African-American. So I see three guys that should be having jobs right now that don't have jobs. Just throwing it out there. No, it's, it's, there's definitely the elephant in the room. I want to see how it all plays out and let the chips fall where they may. Because I do believe... I sincerely do believe that the pandemic is hurting Cam Newton right now. Oh, right? for it's, sure. It's just not a ner- normal circumstance. And another thing is, too, it hurts him. It hurts Andy Dalton. Um, Winston was playing it patient and thinks the Saints are the best long-term fit uh, for him. But the thing is, a guy like Cam Newton is going to be valuable. He's going to get signed. But someone needs to get hurt almost. And inevitably, a quarterback will get hurt. But the problem is right now, the only thing a quarterback can hurt is, I don't know, man, maybe his, like, his, his thumbnail or something is well, he logs into his computer during a virtual camp. <laughs> I got an idea for Cam Newton. Just go do it anyway. Tom Brady went over to the wrong house, all this stuff. Hear what they say? Oh, it's okay. It's just a mistake. See, this is the thing. They never lead an example. It's like, oh, he didn't go there for a football meeting. Well, you still broke the rules. Hey, Charlotte's open thing. for business. No, he but the way I look at it, game. It's kind of like going over the border. Oh, I'll I guarantee, guarantee you. I guarantee you Cam Newton would get in trouble if he violated anything. Oh, yeah. They, Can you I believe guarantee. this stuff? With if, if, if Cam Newton, oh. You're right. If Cam Newton went and met, let's say potentially, Cam Newton went and met with Mike Tomlin. Didn't sign with him, but just sort of went and talked yep. to him. The league would flip. Can't they just go out for coffee or beer? You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> like, there's no meetings allowed anywhere. Yeah. So I don't know. Tom Brady did just it. admitted that he broke into the wrong house to meet with Byron Leftwich. Yeah, and they go, oh, he was just there to pick up the playbook. See, this is the thing. That That's rule talking is, about football. That rule is so stupid. Like, you, you know what? Just gas it because there's so many ways around it. Oh, or be, I, know. I don't even know why that rule is. You should be able to talk about football you want. If Joe Judge wants to call Danny Jones right now, I agree. he should be allowed to call Danny Jones so right what? now. You think about the investment that goes into these people. Like, are you kidding me? I'm with you, man. I think this is ridiculous. The, see, the NFL, that's what I don't understand. That's just a dumb rule. This much money is Yeah, but a lot of it is the union stuff, right? Because yeah, the, the, players, the players aren't going to be like, Joe Judge can't call me at 1 in the morning to yell at me. Right? So that. there's a few hours a day. Yeah. I'd like to know. I want to get into it. I, got, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know everything. So I don't know. What are these virtual camps? Like, what's going on? Like it isn't just hey guys. Like it's, it's like serious. me and you. So you're 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 Mayock and I'm uh, and I'm Carr and I guess we talk to each other over a computer, right? No, I think basically, Cam, what they're gonna do is like so. Joe Judge will sort of be in the coach's room, a big you know with the screen yeah. and everything. Yeah. He's gonna coach. All right, yeah. guys, this is the defense I'm running. Yeah. Four three scheme. You got that? And he's gonna check in. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Brandon. You see what I'm saying? And then he'll probably drill you with a question. What do you do if, like, when someone runs to the, the weak side here? Mm. All right, coach, I go here. No, 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 you don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be stay, interesting. You stay here. Yeah, like, they're, they're going to have to start coaching, right? And it's interesting because I, I knew that some teams, it, they stated it was more conversational and more playbookish and more – and other teams have workouts. Like, the Buffalo Bills – the guys are going to be in front of their computer. 
Like McDermott's going to be like, let's go. Damn right he is. McDermott and won't take time off. The guy's a yeah, He's going to say, get your weights <laughs> out and let's go. And they're all, it's going to be a virtual that walkout. That is awesome. Like Peloton almost, right? Imagine McDermott on the bike. Come on, guys. Come you know, on, Peloton. Like, yeah. It's going to make you a champion. <laughs> They're probably going to have Pelotons <laughs> and stuff like that because Peloton have screens, right, where yeah, you can give do. people a plan and all that type stuff. That's right. You saw the commercial. The girl does like 20 minutes of yoga, goes for a run, lifts some weights. Yeah, they got yeah. they have packages well, in the New system. York City instructor lets you have it. Come yeah, on. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> you can do better. Weakling. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. You know, too, it's going to be some dude. It's like anything. There's going to be some NFL dude that's going to show up for one of these virtual drafts, bro. He's going to have a hoodie on. He's going to be, like, drinking a milkshake or something. And some coach is going to be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know be I mean? the best, dude. Like, like some dude should have his feet up on his desk and not paying attention. And, like, they're going to be like, bro, this is, like, for real right now. It's yeah. almost like NASCAR. That's what I'm saying. They're not just cracking jokes. Like, it's yeah. like a mini camp. <laughs> yeah, Gabe, you're right. Like, you turn on the computer with Joe Judge. You're sitting there in, like, your silk robe, and the, the hooker that you picked up leans yeah, like over. like Sterling Shepard's smoking yeah. a bong. Yeah, like, that's right. Hey, Gives on, you a coach. kiss. Yeah. Thanks for last night, Sterling. Uh, great time. It's going to be a... Oh, man, you know one of these stories is going to come out, too. It's not going to be flawless. Dude, like, somebody's going to screw up. Nick Saban's so hardcore, bro. He programmed like he's, dude. Cell phones are evil now, Cam. Right? You can do anything. Like that's how they trace people in quarantine. And oh, when you leave, big time. So basically, Nick Saban gave the Alabama players like a workout program, and he can tell whether you did it or not through your phone. Of course, you can. There's and that. Basically, he can see the app, and he can say, "Hey, look." I don't see it. I don't see the work. Like, the, the the phone records it type of thing. I like that I don't stuff. Know. I don't work out like No, I do know. No, and it does, Gabe. For me, you know, I have sleep apnea, right? There's an app. It tells me how many episodes I had, how well wow. I slept. And, yeah, yeah. like, instead of you should have had this many hours, you were breathing bad last night. Like, it ranks you. Like, it, there's yeah, so like, I know. Like, people on your phone, it'll tell you how many steps you took in a day if you yeah. want, right, and all that. But they have advanced things where the kids can't lie. Like, they're on the hook for this. They can't cheat and say, oh, yeah, I did it. Like, the, the, he'll know. <laughs> I wouldn't lie to Nick Saban. He'll so it's find funny. out. They asked Dabo Sweeney, they asked Dabo Sweeney, did you put anything in place? Do you have any workout program or apps or anything? And uh, total shot at Saban at Bama. He said, unlike some programs, I trust my kids to do the right thing <laughs> without having to track their phones. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be more like Saban. You know these kids. Uh, sometimes they need a they need a kick in the ass, right? I saw the kids from LSU working out on the road. It was pretty cool, actually. There were like a bayou. It was two kids on LSU. They were like flipping tires on this hill. <laughs> the kid was fat, man. He was dying. He's running up the hills. That's the Gators. His teammates like, come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, we're we're in interesting times right now, guys. Interesting uh, times. So. Who's going to tank for Trevor Lawrence? We're getting some NBA numbers, all that and more. Game time decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.